Hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, a podcast that is ostensibly about video game movies. This is episode 131. My name is Mark Champlin, and today, as always, I'm joined by Alex Wallace. How are we doing today, Alex? Listen to me, girls and gays. Okay, I know what you're all thinking, right? You're thinking, Alex and Mark, you dipshits. <laughs> you, you stupid fucking bastards. You absolute rubes. Don't you know that true morbheads... <laughs> Don't watch Morbius. Don't you understand that the whole point of this massive irony apparatus that we've constructed around this mediocre film is that you're not supposed to actually watch Morbius? Uh, well, to that I say, consider the amount of people that will listen to this podcast who may perhaps have watched Morbius that can now not watch Morbius because we have provided all of the information that you need to know about Morbius. So in, 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 at a cosmic scale, in a grand sense, we're allowing the net total amount of people watching Morbius to hopefully go down uh, with, our, with our efforts here today. This is a great way to look at it, and it, it, makes me feel, it makes me feel morally sound in my decision to watch Morbius. <laughs> it's for the greater good. Uh, it's for... Every, oh, God. Okay. Is there anything you want, else you want to say before we just start talking about Morbius for what will probably be quite a while? <laughs> like, I, hey, um, this is our la- this is this is our last chance to say things before we have to talk about Morbius for like probably forty minutes. God, um, I uh, so in the spirit of talking about about Morbius, a movie that you that that no one has seen. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about a theory that I have, and I'm sure someone else has said this. So, if it's been a thing on Twitter, uh, don't crucify me. I, 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 I thought of it, but I'm sure there's parallel thinking. Um, Schrodinger's morb, right? <laughs> it's the idea that if you, <laughs> you, he simultaneously does and does not say it's morbid time. <laughs> and the only. The movie is in a constant state of existing in a universe where he does say it's Mormon time and doesn't, but no one has seen the movie, so we truly don't know. In in this analogy, Mark and I are quantum physicists. Right, exactly. (laughs) And in the same way that a quantum physicist can't just explain quantum physics to you, I can't explain to you whether or not... (laughs) He says it's Morbin time because to do so would would be to oversimplify a, a complex subject. It would require years of studying string theory, uh, <laughs> frankly, uh, and we just don't have that time. We this have forty is, minutes. This, with this you. is just this is just a silly little comedy podcast. We don't have time for such <laughs> things. Um, good lord, uh, Mark, yeah, what did yeah. we watch for the podcast this week? <clears throat> <laughs> cracks knuckles uh <laughs> so we so we watched it we watched the movie um morbius came out this year it's a <laughs> it is a bullshit action comic book superhero movie st- starring uh alleged pedophile jared leto um uh, ba- who also hasn't made a good song since 2005 <laughs> basically sony doesn't get to have free reign on the spider-man movies anymore but they do still have the film rights to a bunch of C-list Spider-Man villains. Uh, and you know Sony. Um, they need more money uh, in order to produce 
more the Horizon sequels. Um, <laughs> they need more money. Just, just stop Morbius. The- <laughs> this is a documentary that they made to warn us. <laughs> more- yeah, Morbius is real, and this is a this is a this is a like a, a reconstruction, like a true a true crime TV show. Uh, okay, look, wait, pause for a second. Okay, look, like, right, the whole thing, like the whole machine here, it all rides on the fact that the name Morbius is just inherently very funny. Um, yeah, that's that's exactly right. Like, we're it's, gonna we're gonna do our best to keep our composure as we say Morbius like 200 times in this episode. I, I yeah Morbius and, and Morb and all of the the permutations therein just get me very giggly um, I'm not above that yeah uh, so so yeah Morbius is set in the the Venom cinematic universe uh, I'm sad that we didn't get a an Eminem song about Mor- Morbius <laughs> Morbin, never gonna go Morbin, but but we no, we didn't get that. Uh, the film, uh, in case for, for the uninitiated, which is a phrase that's gonna come up multiple times. Uh, the the film became a huge meme because it sucks shit and it bombed at the box box office twice. Yeah, so uh, they <laughs> they like they put this thing out and the meme was Morbius sweep, right? Cause the movie was trash and no one was watching it, but the meme was you would edit like the Wikipedia highest grossing films, uh, page to say that the, the film made $300 trillion and was the most <laughs> successful film of all time. Um, and, and, and in response to this, they put it back in more theaters and then it bombed again <laughs> and no one saw it. It was, yeah, it's it's maybe the best, like, example of this decade so far of corporate interests um, not understanding uh, internet meme culture and uh, uh, on, a, on a colossal scale. I was worried it was not going to bomb. I torrented this, by the way. I was worried that it was, it, like, they, it, they were going to put it back in theaters and the meme power was going to be enough to, to get it to be successful. And I'm so happy that it did right. it because that it's just the funniest possible outcome. And in general, <laughs> when my principles don't really have anything to do with things, I'm rooting for the funniest possible outcome in most scenarios. Um, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, this is a thing that has just become like endemic on the internet. Now it, we're, we're always talking about Morbin out. We're always talking about how it's Morbin time and how we're Morb heads and how we've never seen Morbius, except now <laughs> Mark and I have seen Morbius. We've glimpsed the unthinkable and now we're going to share it with you. <sighs> uh, yeah. Um, I mean, speaking of the unthinkable, uh, should you, sh- should we talk about the plot now? It's it, uh, y'all. I'm going to talk about the plot of Morbius for so long. <laughs> we're, we're, this is this is a it's it's a long ass plot synopsis, and I don't want you to I don't want you guys to think that the movie feels long because the the opposite is true. Uh, thankfully, the it film does. is dense rather than long. It's ju- it's just dense, and everything is so important. Uh, and uh, yeah, to, everything is so important when you're a morbhead. You really. <laughs> You, you can't help but but make notes of everything that you see. Okay, God, here we go. All right. It's literally like a full page of notes about the <laughs> plot of this movie that I'm about to, about to dig through. So Jared Leto is Dr. Michael Morbius. Yes, his name is Michael Morbius before he becomes a weird vampire. Uh, he also wears like a cloak and he's like a weird goth before he becomes a weird vampire. 
Um, he is a genius scientist and the inventor of artificial blood. Um, and he and his friend Matt Smith uh, have generic movie vague blood disease. And Matt Smith has to use his vague magic movie wealth to fund Morbius doing evil and illegal mad science. Um, basically, there is just like... Just an ungodly amount of techno babble in this movie. Just like junk science from front to back. Yeah. Uh, and the only thing I'm a scientist of is the film Morbius. Um, it, it's to the point that it would be pointless to document or even attempt to explain all of it. Uh, all you really need to know is that Morbius splices human DNA with vampire bat DNA, and this causes him to morb out and kill tons of people. <laughs> I I did really like the the way that the splicing was represented on the sci-fi screens that he's looking at. It literally looked like like splicing in like an audio file into another audio file in GarageBand. <laughs> yeah, this movie feels aesthetically transported from roughly 2005. <laughs> which which we love around here. Yeah, we're big C. fans of that. Um, uh, then, he, then he goes to jail because of all of the murders he did. Uh, and Matt Smith steals the Morb juice from Morbius <laughs> while he's in prison. Um, and then Matt Smith also becomes a Morbius. And then the rest of the film just kind of becomes soup. You know, like they're vaguely opposed to one another because Morbius thinks that being a murder vampire is probably bad. And Matt Smith is like, no, it's awesome. And I am sexy and I love killing people. Um, I, I, I can't stop laughing at the idea of calling everyone who, who gains vampiric powers a Morbius. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I was I was giggling nonstop at that as we were writing notes. It's just so anyway. She becomes a Morbius. <laughs> oh, you spoiled it! You spoiled Fuck. the other characters also become a Morbius. Okay, um, for, <laughs> listen. Throughout the film, there are various vague gestures at themes and ideas that are ultimately insubstantial and go nowhere. Um, right. the, 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 the key of which is early on, Morbius tells Matt Smith that they are, quote, like the original Spartans, we are the few against the many, because they have vague movie blood disease. And then Matt Smith, like, keeps saying this throughout the movie, um, and to him it seems like that basically means I had to be sick and worry about dying, so now I'm going to kill everyone with my murder vampire powers. <laughs> Um, and you know like the movie just kind of like throws out lines that would maybe be suggestions of thematic elements constantly and none of these ever go anywhere (laughs) um you know like there's a part where matt smith says i am the resurrection there are no further (laughs) jesus references in the film there's a part where like matt smith has an emotional scene with his doctor and he's like morbius was always your favorite and this comes up only in this scene and then he kills (laughs) the guy and it never comes up again um the this film is, is like, full of such things. Is it, this is like the easiest part to get right in superhero movies, too. It's just like, we need an emotional anchor. Uh, dead grandpa. Got it. <laughs> I, and like, that the movie is, oh, I got to make my dead grandpa proud. It's it's Or like, fucking, I could give a million examples, but like, 
you 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 just need to focus on one thing. Yeah, it's because Morbius is supposed to be kind of an anti-hero, so they don't give him like a a normal kind of kind of comic book hero arc here. Instead, he's like, well, I did kill all those people, but I don't like killing people as much as my br- best friend Matt Smith does. <laughs> I think I probably have to kill my best friend Matt Smith. Um. And, and, you know, he kills Matt Smith and flies away at the end. Um, There is also a pointless romance, of course. Early on, (laughs) she's like an assistant scientist of some kind, of course. You know, she's a science lady. You've you've listened to 131 episodes of Carton Street Cinema Club, of course, so you know about the science lady. She appears in every every video game movie. Don't forget, she does have a line where someone like calls her a nurse or something, and she goes, "Actually, I'm a doctor," oh, yeah. which is that that's you know they that that's for that's for all all the all the woke people watching um to 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 just really appreciate it and hold her up as you know a as as a feminist character. Women will not sit through a film that does not contain a snarky girl boss feminist. <laughs> Um, yeah, she, she'll she'll girl boss a lot harder in Morbius too. Yeah, it's spoilers. <laughs> True, God. Uh, yeah, early on when he was starting to morb out, and she was like trying to talk him down like it was a zombie movie, you know. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. There's yeah. gonna be a pointless romance in this movie, <laughs> and I was right. And it was perhaps the most perfunctory pointless romance of all time. They have three yeah. scenes together. None of it matters or is developed at all. And then at the end, he kills her and she becomes a Morbius. <laughs> I did have that exact thought when they kissed, like, by the bridge. I was like, this... I've, I've seen hundreds of bad movies at this point. This is the, the, the worst perfunctory romance in all of them. Oh, man. Um, then there were two post-credit sequences that were both two. completely incomprehensible to me. Um... <laughs> I one one of them was a literal. It's me, Scrimblo Blimblo. <laughs> I, I want to talk to you about I, my stupid team that I'm forming. I I just it's 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 funny to me. This is an aside, but it's funny that like Scrimblo or like Glup Shido has become like a legit fandom term for obscure, pointless cameo uh, because of that one Tumblr post that was like. Talking about Mandalorian, it's like, oh, look, it's Glup Shitto. <laughs> um, yeah, they introduced two Glup Shittos. I didn't know who either of them were. Uh, so those were meaningless to me. Uh, they also say the word Spider-Man at the end, which I was like, I didn't think they were like allowed to do that. So I was like, Whoa, yeah. holy shit. <laughs> the only Spider-Man uh, thing I noticed in the whole movie, the whole like non-post-credits movie is at one point uh lady scientist is reading the daily bugle uh which sure. means you know well he tells those guys that he's venom at one point like he's trying to scare like a group of a group of guys and yeah, he's that's what he was doing i guess yeah well because venom is like a is like a person they would know presumably I... anyway that's what happens in morbius mark mm, what yeah. were your general <laughs> thoughts on this film um you know there were uh, there were a lot of bad aspects of this movie <laughs> i've gotta i gotta i gotta keep it a buck here um there's just little it's just, i i'm i swear i'm really not like the biggest nitpick person but just you can't not notice there's just horrible like adr 
on dialogue and action scenes where just like the scene where where Morbius is stealing a meth lab or something, he's just like punching people, but also talking, and the lips are not moving. Um, <laughs> so we'll come back to the part where Morbius steals a meth lab. Sorry, right? We'll get I, back to that in like thirty minutes. <laughs> Give us some time. It's a lot happens in the film. It's dense. Like I said, we studied it for for several hours. Um, the there's just there's like random terrible line reads with like literal mispronunciations at one point a character says the phrase noble prize <laughs> not nobel prize and this happens like four minutes into the movie i was i've i've like paused i was like did that really just happen and then i unpause and she says it again like she says noble prize four times or something I, it's just the this this movie was just it was shitted out like it it was just it was just dumped <laughs> it's just the the at one at one point early on there's also like like a circle wipe like the whole screen like yeah. <laughs> like early, circle early. wipes like it, it's like five minutes into the movie after the first intro scene it's circle wipes and it's, it's like only one. Brazil. It's like Brazil 20 years earlier. Whoop! And it, it's like it's from Star Wars 1977. Oh, oh, fuck. It's the only time it happens in the whole movie. It happens like two or three minutes in, and it never happens again. It's, it's, it's so fucking funny. What the fuck? It's literally, oh, it, it literally oh, looks God. like that Simpsons joke when he does a star wipe on every scene, except it only happens in one. <laughs> I just that that was my that was my favorite part about watching the movie besides Matt Smith, but we'll get to Matt Smith. But yeah, it, overall, just the the sheer the sheer lack of lack of polish uh, was thankfully uh, a funny lack of polish because mm-hmm. uh, so often th- that is not the case on movies like this. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. The, what, what did you think? Here's the thing. Is that I, I I'm gonna be honest. Listen, now that all the people that just wanted to listen to the first five minutes and and be like, haha, fuck Morbius. All right, time to go back to whatever I was doing. I'm I'm gonna be real with y'all. I kind of think you should watch Morbius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All the all the posers, all the posers who just wanted to hear if we were gonna say if he says Morbin time or not, they already left. Now that they're gone, it, you know you should torrent. <laughs> yeah, you don't, don't, oh, don't pay for it. Good God, no. But um, yeah, no. The kind of um, the impression that I had gotten from people who had actually watched Morbius was like, oh yeah, this is like a boring bad movie. Like it's not like funny enough to be enjoyable. Wrong. Yeah. Incorrect. I strongly disagree. Movie. Big face off vibes in this. Yeah. That it, that's like the closest comparison. It mm-hmm. it, it is uh, it is singularly weird. Um, I'm like, if you are a bad movie fan, uh, which I am, <laughs> right. I, I, you know, we watch a lot of not fun bad movies on this podcast. So sometimes it can maybe come off like I don't I don't enjoy a good bad film. Um, I I I love a good bad film. You know, Morbius. Like you could do worse. Like I've, we've yeah. watched far worse films on this podcast. Like not it's a bad movie. Sorry. Like, to be clear, Morbius is terrible. It's dog shit. Yeah. But it's, like, fun. I, it was it was a little grueling to sit through by myself, but if I was watching this with the homies, like, a few drinks, hanging out, right, laughing at, at the name Morbius, I, pretty I good just, time. 
I, I couldn't stop picturing, like, if you and I were together watching it when the circle wipe happened. <laughs> like, that would have been an all-time, like, friendship moment. Yeah. Like, yeah, this, it's... yeah, bad movies are a vehicle for for friendship moments. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, don't watch it alone, but if you can, yeah, it's worth it's worth a watch. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, visually, though, absolute chore. I mean, my God. Looks uh, like shit. <laughs> movies, movies got three colors. It's got blue, it's got brown, it's got gray. Uh, <laughs> there was like one like square of red at the very end of it, and it was like a shock to my brain. Dude, oh god, I forgot to mention the part at the end. It's like Morbius driving through like a sunset desert or whatever, and it looks like the Bound Two video. <laughs> so fucking funny. Him and girl scientists sitting up on the <laughs> on the motorcycle. Wanna fuck you hard on the sink? Anyway, um, God, yeah, no, I mean, you know, the, the the shots never surprise you. It's it is a dull and uninspired film, uh, in terms of the in terms of the cinematography and like the color grading and the shot choice. It's it's boring. Um uh, both uh, Morbius and Matt Smith are creepy, weird assholes who kill people. So it is very hard to root for either of them or to, like, understand the stakes of the movie at all. <laughs> like, for, like, most of the movie, it's just kind of like, both of them are at large and wanted by the FBI and have killed several people. <laughs> it's like, I guess they're kind of opposed to one another vaguely, but, like, I... Jared Leto sucks ass in this. Yeah, this is, that's not how you write an anti-hero story, like, at all. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, we'll talk more about the characters in detail later. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, um, like you mentioned, we, we kind of talked about how it's very dense. Um, part of that is because it is edited at an absolute breakneck pace. I right. mean, like, scenes are flying by with dialogue crammed together with no space between them on the editing timeline. Whole parts of the film feel like they were just ripped out entirely. Like sometimes you're watching a scene and it just cuts to something completely different and you just have to fill in the blanks because they removed part of the film. Um, (laughs) He's like, he's doing mad science when within like the first five minutes and he is morphing out by like minute 20. It's it's going, it's an hour and 48 minutes, but it felt like three hours because I had to keep pausing it and taking more notes so that I could explain to you what happens in Morbius. (laughs) Yeah, I was thankful that the first morb came less than 30 minutes into the movie. <laughs> yeah, God. Um, uh, yeah, I just, it's very funny that, uh, like, one of the memes with with the movie is that you, you're, you're supposed to just watch a sped up gif of Morbius, <laughs> and that's watching Morbius. Because watching Morbius just feels like that. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, if you don't have the time, you really can just do that and then just imagine that he says it's Morbin time because that happens several times. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then, you know, that's the movie. Yeah, uh, let's talk more about uh, alleged pedophile Jared Leto. Oh, um, yeah, let's let's talk about alleged uh, pedophile slash uh, confirmed cult leader Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. Uh, 30 seconds to Mars, frontman Jared Leto. Um, I... the, 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 the kill is a good song. Anyway, um... Okay. Um, <laughs> earlier I said, yeah, this movie's like Face Off. Um, one of the reasons I said, yeah, this movie's like Face Off. Face Off is a is an action film from like the 90s or the 2000s or some shit. John Travolta and Nick Cage are in it. They're both ridiculous. Um, Jared Leto is Nick Cage-like in this film. In that like, every line is like some new weird thing he's doing. <laughs> 
you know like it's it's always stilted and very strange how he delivers it but it's like every single one is wholly unique it's like a whole new universe of a bad performance that you just get like a little glimpse of every time he talks it's wild that's that's really true it's like yeah it's like a high school stage production (laughs) or something it's just he's just trying shit you know yeah it's it's like this combination of like his character is written to be such a fucking unlikable asshole, and he's Jared Leto. <laughs> so it, he didn't need any help. It's so funny to me that Jared Leto is like the is like the method acting guy now, because he's a piece uh. of fucking cardboard in this movie. He's a weird piece of cardboard. He's like, ah, oh, some somebody cut all these weird shapes and drew a bunch of penises all over this piece of cardboard. But it's still a piece of cardboard, you know. He's, he's wood. <laughs> yeah, he he lacks presence entirely in yeah. this movie, and it's like if you're gonna get the the if you're gonna get I'm the Joker baby, like you expect him to Joker baby a little bit, but he doesn't. No, he's it's 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 strange because it's like he's so weird and also flat. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it, it is indescribably bizarre as a performance. Um, uh, oh, it's a, it's like it's like a Schrodinger situation once again. He's both the weirdest thing you've ever seen <laughs> and the most boring wooden performance of all time. Yeah, it's true. It's quantum physics. The fi- yeah, the, f- the film requires years of study to understand. Um, I okay. Quick aside. Um, there's a point early on in the film where we see uh, child Jared Leto and Matt Smith in the in the children's hospital, um, and this kid is doing like a pitch perfect impression <laughs> of Jared Leto's weird ass fucking performance. In this movie. It, my it's my so note. Funny. My note when I saw this kid was like horrible child actor, and because it happened so early on, and then I saw the rest of the movie, and I realized that that child is the most impressive child actor I've ever seen. It's like he was. It it, it felt like he was like clowning on Jared Leto. Like it, it was like a kid like doing a funny impression of Jared Leto's performance in this movie. It's so fucking funny, dude. That kid Holy rules. Shit. Fuck um, yeah. Uh, we have to talk. You have to. We have to talk about the bat radar line. Oh, okay, this is such a nitpick. But it, b- both of us thought this was one of the funniest things in the movie that we both went to write it down. So we have to briefly talk about it before we move on. All right. This is. Uh, yeah. This is this. <laughs> this was. This is the moment I decided that this movie ruled. Um, <laughs> he's so all throughout the beginning of the movie, he's doing like research doctor things where he's talking into his little recorder. You know how they do in movies. Um, he's making notes, and at this point, he's become a morb, um, and he's experienced his first morb episode, um, uh, morbisode, if you will. Um, and he's t- he's talking into his recorder, talking about his new symptoms, and he's like. <laughs> He's like, I've even developed a rudimentary form of sonar, bat radar for the uninitiated. And I'm like, aren't you making these notes for yourself? Why are you talking like this? <laughs> there's, oh, God. There's also the part where it's like his assistant is like, is like the one who becomes a Morbius. <laughs> it's like, I know your password. It's the first six digits of pi backwards like it always does. Like, oh, shit. Jared Leto is so smart. He knows about pi. <laughs> It was like on the Big Bang Theory when, like, one of their passwords is Kal-El, which is, like, Superman's real name or something. Uh, The film thinks very little of you. 
how, how did you guess my password? Uh, it's Glimflar, which is the... the <laughs> it's Glimflar backwards who kills Rick Sanchez in Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Um, Mark. Yeah. I have a lot of opinions about uh, Matt Smith here, but uh, I feel like you should take you should take oh. center stage. I like you know I could talk, but yeah, I thought he was an enjoyable performance. He, it was he was funny. There's a lot to like here, but you you really have the Matt Smith experience. So why don't well, you so, go ahead here? So Matt Smith for the uninitiated, um, Matt Smith uh, plays the eleventh Doctor in uh, a British television sci-fi show called Doctor Who. Um, <laughs> Fans of the show will know that I that Doctor Who is is like my special interest, and it has been for many years of my life. Um, I think that Matt Smith is a fantastic actor, uh, and I think that he is the only one having fun with this project, and it really shows. Um, uh, I I'll say off the bat that at one point he says the word eleven, and my brain rot was like ah. ah. He said eleven. Um, so shout outs to to that thing that wasn't actually a reference, but my brain is broken. I just think you know, Matt Smith is so used to is so used to acting in <laughs> mid budget silly sci fi because that's every episode of Doctor Who that this was just a, this was just a day at the office for him, right? Like. Didn't you get that feeling that he was just like I bet he he was he was very like act like you've been here before yeah in this movie <laughs> I it just it just worked like th- this man should be hired for more movies like this because like I I just I pictured him being played by any other asshole in his like tier of like stardom and I was like the movie would be so much worse without <laughs> someone who has been here before and yeah. knows what to do with bad sci-fi material yeah i mean the best moments in the whole script right are like moments where the dialogue is around like twee bbc mid-2000s dialogue level Mm -hmm. you know um and so when those moments come matt smith consummate professional at delivering (laughs) twee bbc dialogue you know knocks that shit out of the park no problem jared leto fuck no bro (laughs) he He ain't never had to act out alongside a dalek he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing out here (laughs) jared leto ain't never seen the absorbaloff jared leto never been to raxacoricophallopatorius and i'm done I had to get a couple in there. That could have been completely made up, and I wouldn't know. I don't want to know. Oh, Ra- Raxacoricophallopatorius, the, the sister planet of Clum. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, so, uh, uh, Morbheads out there will know that there is one key scene with Matt Smith that we have not really referenced yet. We will talk about that later. <sighs> Uh, I want to briefly touch on the FBI agent that's doing, like, a bad Steve Buscemi. Y'all ever seen Fargo? You know, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, Steve Buscemi in Fargo, he's, like, a funny, he's, like, a funny, shitty guy, kind of. <laughs> sorry, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, uh, the Morbius is starting to leak into my brain like engine coolant. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of Morb juice going around. <laughs> Oh, God, I was laughing so hard at those Doctor Who names. I can't 
talk about the Steve Buscemi cop. Yeah, you know, so there's a there's a there's an FBI agent in this movie that is doing a bad Steve Buscemi. You know, he comes in early on, he does a couple wisecracks, and I was like, oh, he's kind of doing a Steve Buscemi, and then he didn't surprise me from any point onward from there. Um, it's the the only thing that I really think is worth saying about him personally is like, it's weird how he here's the Marvel character. He's here in the film. Every other character in this movie is like wildly self-serious the film is like almost dour and does not have that sort of like winking you know marvel cinematic universe ter uh tone where it's like haha we're in mortal peril but we're making puns about it and shit like that no character in this movie is like that except for the fbi agent it's like they channeled it all into this one comic relief guy um and he's almost funny Almost, mm. like almost, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, that that is weird. Now that you mention it, yeah, there there really is a a, a dearth of will that just happened like yeah. type of things in this movie. <laughs> um, God, uh, like. I get, we, like we could talk about how there's FBI yeah. agents in it. Yeah, it's do like you want, do you want that? Do people want that? Th there's weird cop shit in this, and like yes, the movie does act like eight mercenaries' lives are less important arbitrarily than like a yeah. pretty like woman who's a nurse. But like it's it's Morbius. But, yeah. To, to, sorry to contextualize that. There's a part of the movie where uh, when he morbs out uh, on a boat because he has to do his illegal bat science research on international waters, and he he kills all of the men with guns that he brought with him. Um, and then the FBI agent later is like, "Yeah, we basically just don't care about those guys." But <laughs> you let a single mother die? How could you? And it's like, it's, who. Yeah, propaganda sure can dangle the power of the U.S. government in front of you and laugh. Uh, but that's kind of all I have to say about it. Really. Yeah, it, it, it did make me laugh, uh, and I did write it down that, I mean, you'd be shocked to hear that the politics of Morbius are incoherent and bad. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, also surprise, every single uh, non-white character in this film is literally a prop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all props, and they all like die uh, mm -hmm. or just disappear halfway through the movie when they're no longer needed. It's it sucks. Yeah, yeah. I should, should hang on. To, I feel like there's a phrase I use a lot. This character is a prop. Um, what I mean by that is like characters that exist purely as like a means to drive the plot forward or communicate something uh, about the story, but who do not exist as independent characters with thoughts and feelings outside of that. Right, and like yeah. every character who isn't white in this movie is one of those. There's like a dying child and a guy who gets shot in the face. And it's just like lots of that. And none of them get to be characters. And that's pretty standard with these kinds of movies. But I feel like you call it out every time because it's, it's bullshit. <laughs> yes. It sucks. It definitely worth noting. Um, yeah. Do, uh, do, are there any other things in this movie worth noting, Alex? Mm. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, the one thing that everybody knows about this movie, the only thing that, the only scene that people actually talk about, um, is, is the Matt Smith have sex dance. <laughs> Now, that those sense. of you who are not uh, morbologists uh, might uh, not know what I'm talking about here. So, there's a scene in the movie uh, where Matt Smith, uh, after being injected with the morb juice, uh, 
is it's 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 basically the the Spider-Man three uh, dancing scene, you know, like it's mm-hmm. it's he's he's on the juice now, and now he's he's doing uh, what he considers to be a sexy dance, although it it lacks the kind of knowing irony <laughs> of the Spider-Man scene. I, at least right. I think so. It's hard to tell how seriously we're supposed to take this scene. Um, and there is a song playing in the background. Um, that like. Uh, I, I, as far as I've been able to tell, uh, is actually from, like, an obscure Swedish techno band called Off the Meds, um, and, and the lyrics of the song are not in English, um, uh, and for some reason they just happen to have chosen this song that, in English, <laughs> just <laughs> sounds like the chorus is saying, have sex, <laughs> over yeah. and over and over again. Well, Matt Smith is doing this weird dance. It's this dance is iconic. This needs to become an emote in Fortnite. <laughs> and it will, like for sure. Um he's yeah, it's 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 like a he's like come hithering himself in the mirror <laughs> while shirtless. And he's also like he's getting dressed to go out to the club while he's doing it. And like half halfway into it his face morbs for a second <laughs> just he's like voguing to himself in the mirror but like while morbing and oh my God. and he keeps doing this dance with his abs that he got for this movie oh yeah you forget you uh, we forgot to mention that the morb juice also makes you jacked like yeah. sam raimi spider-man <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's 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 ripped and and he's just like finger guns being <laughs> himself and being like you're one hot morb and yeah <laughs> And in most other films, you would read this as a joke, but the film takes itself pretty fucking seriously. Yeah. So, so you're you're forced to assume that you are supposed. I don't know what emotion the scene is supposed to make you feel, if not hysterical laughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. The other the, the other thing that I didn't really understand about this scene is like, it comes and goes out of nowhere. It's yeah. like okay, like. Immediately before this scene, there is a scene where Jared Leto, like, uses his his bat radar um, to, like, to, like, follow a mugger. And then instead of, like, doing hero stuff because he's an anti-hero, instead he, like, follows them back to their meth lab, question mark? I'm not sure. He just calls it a laboratory and they have, like, computers around. And these characters are coded socially as criminals, so we presume <laughs> that they, that, that, I don't know, maybe it's a crypto farm. It's unclear. Um, and, and and he, like, steals the, the meth lab from them by force with his morb powers. And I was thinking, like, why don't people talk about this part of the movie? This is so fucking weird. And then it immediately smash cuts to the yeah. Matt Smith have sex dance. <laughs> it's like, oh, now we know. Well, cause, That's why, because it immediately was pushed out of everyone's minds. Well, that yeah, the, the laboratory scene might have presumably been building up to a, a plot element that was later scrapped and unfinished. So they just, they made the hat, they made the Matt Smith dance as shocking as possible so that no one will remember that part where he steals a lab to presumably do more science and then uh, d- does any more science even like happen i just the film this... feels like it could be four hours longer 
It, if there was a just God, it, the movie would be four hours longer. Frankly, an, an hour 30 to spend with the good doctor, Michael Morbius, is not uh, enough. Fuck, man. Um, what? Uh, I don't. Do you have anything else that you want to say about the. Oh, shit! I forgot something. That's very important. Yeah. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, early on in the movie, we have the scene where Jared Leto kid and and Matt Smith kid are at the children's hospital. It's a flashback, right? And Matt Smith kid shows up to the shows up to the children's hospital, and Morbius starts calling him Milo. And then, like, it's implied that that he's called every other kid that was his roommate at the children's hospital Milo because they just keep dying. And it's not really explained, like, why he chooses this name or if it was, like, the first guy was named Milo. And then Jared Leto's just, like, a weird fucking asshole in this movie. So it's unclear why he does this. But then, like, every other character for the rest of the movie just calls him that. Like, including every him. character. <laughs> he just calls himself Milo as well. <laughs> like, even characters that were not present for this at all, or, like, don't know Morbius, they all call him Milo. <laughs> I, th- there was just, I, I guess he's just like, he's like, I love my best friend Morbius so much that I'm gonna use his shitty name that he gave me to bully me, uh, and that's my personality now. Yeah, it's like a horrible thing to do to someone to like it, right <laughs> call, name them after the person that died there before. <laughs> and then he's like, "I have to honor my best friend." I don't. It's so weird. The film does not elaborate on it. There's so many things. Like this is why I was saying it, the movie could be four hours. There's just like so many things that are so fucking weird and are just not explained at all, <laughs> or like that do not do not lead to any further substance. It's um. Yeah, there, there, there were, there were like, there was like five redrafts of this movie, and elements of every one of those drafts are in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, yeah. Do you, do you have anything else that you would like to say about Morbius? Yeah, go see uh, Suicide Squad twenty fifteen. <laughs> it's, it's the, it's the same movie. basically. Oh jeez. Um, where can people find the podcast on the internet? I guess. <laughs> oh man, um, <sighs> man, it's. <laughs> you already know, right? Uh, y- y- yeah, you could find. I'm just. Uh, that was a lot of morbing. That <laughs> I'm all morbed out now. I, I'm, I'm frankly, frankly, I, I gave, I, I left it all out on the field. <laughs> I, I morbed as much as I could. Yeah. Um, you know, you could find us at Cartridge Cinema, uh, at Cartridge Cinema on Twitter. Blah. Oof, my brain is so fried this right was now. A, this, this, was a, this was a trip, man. <laughs> it's been it's it's been a a extremely busy my my talking and creative juices of spent. You can you can find uh, Mark's <laughs> new single out on Friday this week, six seventeen twenty two. Deep fake. It's a good ass song. Mark worked hard on it. Everybody listen to it. Thanks yeah. for listening to the podcast. My friend Josh did the music. My friend Courtney did the art. I don't know, no, that, and goodbye. <laughs> Mark, Mark Drizzle on Spotify. You got to search Mark Drizzle on Spotify mm-hmm. to hear 
my music. Um, yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I'm not just saying this as a, as like, Oh, Mark's my homie. Mark worked hard on the music. Gotta, gotta support the, ho- the, 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 the songs that are going to come out in the next few months are really good and you should listen to them. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like if Under Oath made Hyperpop was my most (laughs) recent uh, review, which is, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, and I've looked at the, I've looked at the Spotify stats. I know you guys listen to (laughs) Hyperpop. This is exactly, yeah, my, my, my like similar artist is just going to be all the, all the, all the gay weird Hyperpop artists that Triple C Nation listens to. Yeah. All right peace i got nothing else i'm tapped yeah oh um for me uh, it was tuesday sure was yeah (laughs) (laughs) fuck man